Hi, my lovies. Um, I just want to pop in before this episode starts to offer my condolences to the family of George Floyd and pay respects. George Floyd was George Floyd was killed. He was murdered by the hands of a crooked ass cop by the name of Derek Chavon in Minnesota. Um, as many of you may know, uh, he recently just got arrested. Um, he's the only cop that has been arrested um, in the killing of 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 George Floyd. Um, there was other, there was three other cops that was, that were involved. Excuse me. I'm sorry, you guys. This is just really hard to, um, say. I just cannot put this episode out without paying respects and bringing awareness to the injustice of the constant murdering of black people in the United States. Um, it's not right. Um, I would like to do a podcast episode about this, uh, in the future. But at this time, this episode was recorded before the, the murder of George Floyd. And, um, at this time, I would like to give a moment of silence for George Flo- George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Aubrey. So please join me in this moment of silence. Thank you. Um, I won't go into detail about uh, what's going on right now. Um, I just really wanted to pay my respects to him, his family, my hearts, my, my heart and my prayers go out to his family, his friends, everyone that this has affected um, personally and reach out to my black community out there and let you guys know that we need to fight. We need It needs to be a continuous fight, not just a fight when something like this happens, but a continuous fight. So, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and, um, thank you for tuning in. guys welcome to soulful expressions of brie love i'm your homegirl brie love as you know i talk about everything from life love sex and relationships in today's episode i want to dive into a story about faith over fear this is going to be a story of my resilience 
um, as well as my self-love journey and a few life updates. So let's get into this episode. Let's kick off season two with a banger. You already know. Go grab your drinks. You know I got mine. And come catch a vibe with your girl. You are listening to Self Care by Savannah Christina. What is up, my beautiful people? I hope you guys are doing so great and so amazing. Um, I hope you guys are staying safe with all the shit that's going on um, with, you know, COVID-19 and everything, but don't want to get into that too much. So I want to kick off this season with a real vulnerable, open episode. I'm going to be diving into a lot of different topics. So if you're sensitive to depression, talks about depression, or if it's triggering to you, or even self-inflicting pain, um, if you're triggered, if you're easily triggered, um, this episode may not be for you. But um, I encourage you to continue to still listen, to still, I encourage you to continue to listen still because it's a really really good episode and I'm really proud about it (laughs) so um a life update for you guys I've been away for a while because I had to dedicate some time to applying to undergraduate school which I'm super excited about I haven't been in college in about I haven't been in school period uh, since about 2012 and I wasn't really fully invested back then, but been out of high school for 11 years. So definitely nervous. Oh, I did get in. I got into, um, I'm not actually going to release the school I got into, but I got into college. I'll be pursuing my degree in marriage and family therapy. So I, the plan is to go for my bachelor's degree in psychology, my master's degree in marriage and family therapy. And then my Psych D, which is a doctorate in psychology. And that'll be in marital and family therapy as well. So I'm super excited because your girl didn't always have vision, okay? I used to go through life with no no direction. And you guys are going to hear about my story. story. You're going to hear my personal statement that I had to give to to, to the school to... Um, you know, get get accepted. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a real, real vulnerable, dope episode. So let's get into this, shall we? So um, this episode, just, you know, like usual, might be an hour long, just so you know. So all you got to do is Listen to as much as you can for the time being and then stop it and then come back to it when you have the chance. Some people complain or 
I don't want to say complain, but some people mention that my episodes can be too long. Um, sometimes I really can't help the flow of that. I just sit down, record. I really never know how long I'm going to be recording for. Um, it just flows that way. So those of you who stick around and that like long episodes, <clears throat> thank you. <laughs> um, I will in the future work on making my episodes a little bit shorter or even breaking them down into part ones and part twos. Um, just for editing purposes, uh, part ones, part twos, it's just it's a little difficult for me. I'm still learning the system. So bear with me. I just want to give that little um, disclaimer. So gave you guys my, my life update, right? I'm going to college. I'm so excited. Um, super nervous, but excited nonetheless. Um, I'm going to tell you guys what sparked me to make the decision to go back to school because it's originally the reason why I moved back to my parents house so I could go back to school but in the midst of living back home which you guys will understand later because I'm going to go into a bit of detail about um my childhood so coming back home um whoo child coming back home was very hard for multiple reasons and while being home I was going to switch my plans. At first, I was going to move out of state. I was going to either move to Dallas or Atlanta um, or even Houston. I wasn't sure, but I felt like I just needed to get away. But in that decision, I felt like I was probably running from my problems. You know, I was making all the excuses. Los Angeles is expensive. You know, Los Angeles, I don't want to raise my kids here. I mean, I still probably don't want to raise my kids here. We'll see. We'll see. I probably am going to raise my kids here because I love L.A. I do. Um, so I was just making all these excuses of, of you know, why I shouldn't go to school. And um, <clears throat> but God, God really spoke to me about uh, about three weeks ago. God really spoke to me. I saw a video of this young lady. Um it was it was a video of her life in three different times and the first video she was being interviewed by a gentleman and she was saying how she's in college in my hometown Los Angeles and she was in college but she wasn't taking it seriously because she was smoking weed and she just wasn't interested in college and then the next clip you see her strung out on drugs she has a black eye and she talks about briefly about her father being a molester. She talks about how she's a prostitute and that she's a crackhead. I believe she said crackhead. I, I believe those were her exact words. If you want to watch the clip, it's triggering. Um, it is on my Instagram page, Brie Love underscore no limit. Unfortunately, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I was unable to get the last clip which is her the third time in her life where she is really far gone, strung out on drugs, and she's super skinny, super, super out of it. You can barely hear her. They had to actually put um, captions of what she was saying because you, you couldn't even make out the the words. Baby girl was just so strung out, and I felt so bad, and it triggered me in a real way. Now, you, most of you guys who have been listening know that I lost my my mom, both my parents. I lost my mom, specifically, at four years old from a drug overdose. I never admit how my mother died because that's just something I like to keep to myself. But, um, 
Whew, that video really triggered me um, because it made me think of my mom. I never seen my mom in this in that specific state of being strung out like that. She was always, to my understanding, a high functioning um, person when it came to drugs. Um, but it just made me question, like, why did my mother choose this route? What it, what happened in her life to make her have to choose the route of drugs? And then it just made me realize, not I don't want to say realize, but it made me just have a thought in my head. Like, you know what? My mother's death is not going to go in vain. It's not. My mother's death is not going to go in vain. I want to make something better of myself because I know that my life is meant to help and heal others. So that night after I saw that video of, of the girl, um, it, it really did spark a conversation between me and God. It was a very out loud. I mean, I was talking out loud. This is a 2.30 in the morning, talking out loud to, talking out loud to God. I was, it was very tearful. It was emotional. Um, it just, whew, it was the most powerful conversation I ever had. And I believe that was the conversation where I was really just welcoming God in back into my life. Now, back in 2016, I was dealing with a lot of heartache from my last relationships. Uh, I wasn't loving myself. Didn't know how to love myself. Um, I was going through relationship after relationship. Not really relationship, but relations after relations. Dealing with different men. Um, not understanding why just bad stuff just keep kept happening to me. Like, So I had a really like an argument with God back in 2016. I remember clear as day. I was in my bathroom and when I had my own apartment in my bathroom and I just started screaming and crying at God and I was crying at my mom in heaven and I was crying at my dad in heaven. I was crying at my grandmother in heaven. Like, why are y'all not looking out for me? Why does this shit keep happening to me? Why God? Why mom? Why dad? Why granny? Why? Why? Like, why are y'all doing this to me? And I was just so, so broken and sad and depressed. And that's the first time I ever was angry, angry with God. Like, you took my mom, my dad, my grandmother from me. And then you leave me here in life with parents, with an aunt and uncle who really don't speak my love language. And... I'm not, I, I never, I never been loved properly. Like I've been loved properly. And let me not say that my parents love me. They, they just love me in a different way. Our love languages are not the same, but I appreciate them. Let me get that out right now. I appreciate them so much from the bottom of my heart because the situation could have been way worse. I could have been in the system. I could have been with I don't know, from in foster care and, and been raped or abused and, you know, bad things could have happened to me worse than, than I've experienced. So <clears throat> bear with me, you guys. This, this episode is, um, is not the easiest to get out, but it needs to come out. So just bear with me. Um, I'm going to try to just run through this episode as smoothly as possible without many pauses. 
Okay, and I apologize in advance for the background noise. I am not in my usual location, so the window's open and there is some background noise, but bear with me. Thank you. Um, so like I was saying, I was I had an argument with God back in 2016. I was angry, I was upset, I was depressed, wasn't loving myself, didn't know how to love myself. And um Back in 2018, if you guys listened to my previous episodes after dealing with my ex and having an affair, after that situation, that is when I began my self-love journey. And I began that self-love journey really in 2000, the end of 2018 and onward to 2019 and 2020. So I've been on and off the self-love journey for years, but I've been more consistent in 2019 and 2000. 18. Um, so here we are 2020. I just had this long, about an hour long, hour and a half long talk with God. I welcomed him back in my life. And I, and I, in that conversation, I just thought I, I was thanking God. I thanked God for all the things that I've been through. I thanked God for allowing me to go through all the BS I went through because it made me who I am today. And that is in that very moment where I realized I really love myself. I've been doing good to myself. I got myself into therapy. I've been loving on myself. I've been making right de- the right decisions. And um, I talked about a lot of things. I talked about even my ex-girlfriend. I talked about, I thank God for, for introducing you know us. And that situation, I learned a lot about us. I learned a lot about me and that also um, helped me along my self-love journey. Um, I thanked God for all the the exes that, 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 has, that I've went through because I, I came out of that situation, every situation, learning something new about myself. And I just thank God for that. I thank God for my love losses and my love lessons and um, even losing, losing my parents. You know, I, I, in that moment of, of solitude with God, I really just understood. Like I had like this revelation of, is it revelation? What is that word? Um, Relevation? Let me look this up. Give me a second, girl. I'm sorry, guys. I made a, I, I had a revelation. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. I had a revelation of understanding. Understanding that Everything I went through had a purpose, and the purpose was to get me to where I am right now today. The young woman that you hear before you or see on Instagram has a story to tell. She 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 has a big ass smile, but her smile holds a lot of hurt, a lot of pain, um, depression. Well, I've overcome I've overcame depression, but. Once had depression and anxiety and trauma. I've been through some shit, but you know what? I've overcame a lot of shit and I'm so proud of where I've where I've been because it got me to where I am right now. And this is my story of resilience. So I think it's appropriate to dive into my personal statement that ultimately got me into college 
Now, I was not the best high school student. I was going through a lot of BS in high school, which, um, <laughs> which just triggered poor habits. And those poor habits um, got me able, I mean, not got me, these poor habits, um, it just, I graduated with a 1.9 GPA, you guys. My GPA was so fucking low. And I, and that's why I just never bothered applying to colleges, um, out of high school. And, um, I didn't really take school seriously. I was just, I was in such a depressive state that I didn't give a fuck about school. Let me just be real. I'm a keeper G real. I did not give a fuck about school. I did not care about like getting the best grades. I just wanted to pass and just move the fuck on. So I'm going to read you guys my personal statement that got me into college. With a low-ass GPA. That was from 11 years ago. This story took me... I mean, I'm sorry. This paper took me two days to write. Because it was just so hard. I, um... I've been through so much trauma in life, you guys. That I suffer from memory loss. A lot of things I don't remember from my past. And I had to really dig deep and try to get those 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 uh, memories out. So I could illustrate my life on paper so that these people can know how serious I am about furthering my education and how Brittany, which is my real name, Brittany, has actual vision for herself. I never, like I said in the beginning, I never was a person who had direction, ever. I was just going through life like a, like a little kid wandering, just not a care in the world, just going through life, no direction. But now I'm a woman who has vision. I have goals. I have ambition. I see myself and I, where I want to be. And I and for the first time in my life, I actually have determination and I actually have motivation. And I believe in myself to where I know I can get there. I didn't. I never believed in myself. Like I said, I lacked a lot of self love. Didn't love myself. Didn't know how to love myself. So. I'm going to uh, read this to you guys, talk to you a bit about my self-love journey, how I overcame a lot of the trauma. I I overcame the trauma so well that my therapist basically discharged me. Like, we put in a lot of work together. I put a lot of work in before I met her, but she helped me really just tie up those loose ends and really healed my heart. She really helped heal my heart. And uh, shout out to her. She a real one. So let's get into this paper, you guys. So you guys are about to hear my personal statement that got me into college with a low GPA. Okay. Sorry for the noise. Um, I am super proud of this paper and all that it embodies because this is my life. This is literally my life right here. And I'm gonna share it with you guys with a humble heart and with a hopeful heart that my story can really empower you, that my story can just show you that whatever you go through in life is temporary, that with self-love 
And if you put the work in, you can overcome depression, anxiety, trauma, and be the person that you envision yourself to be. So let's get into this. <clears throat> I apologize if you hear background noise. That is my my baby making breakfast for us. So I apologize for that. Um, so here is my personal statement. Faith over fear, my story of resilience. Faith over fear, my story of resilience. A childhood friend of mine recently shared with me that every seven years we are made essentially new people. Because in that time, every cell in our body has been replaced by a new cell. When I heard this, it resonated with me in a very profound way. I'm in my 28th year of life, and when I look back at where I've been, I then realize how far I've come, and how this statement, on a psychological level, can also relate, because I've become new four times in my lifetime, mind, body, and spirit. I haven't had the easiest life by far. I have a story to tell, as most people do. And even the person reading this, I'm sure has been through things that have made you and shaped you to be the person who you are today. I, for one, am pr very proud of my growth. And I appreciate all the things that I've been through because I never thought it would get me to this very moment of realizing my resilience. I've had some challenges growing up without my biological parents, which has allowed me to learn the importance of life in a very real way at a young age. At the age of four, my mother died of a drug overdose and I was left to be raised by my aunt and uncle who I grew up calling mom and dad, along with my grandmother. I appreciated them for taking me in and raising me as their own, but it came with challenging moments. In my heart, I feel like my aunt and uncle did the best they could, having to unexpectedly raise a child that wasn't theirs. And on the outside looking in, anyone would think how blessed I am, living in a beautiful home in Baldwin Hills, getting anything I wanted materialistically, having the opportunity to attend exceptional schools, being privileged to take up dance lessons, tennis lessons, and always having the opportunity to attend all the field trips possible. Deep down inside, I was depressed. I, appreciate what, I appreciated what I was provided with financially, but I was still unfulfilled emotionally. No one knew that I was dealing with verbal abuse and emotional neglect in my home because I always dealt with my pain by myself. While attending school, I didn't get much relief. I was not only bullied, but tormented. Throughout elementary to high school, the bullying followed me through my academic career, and both my aunt and uncle were aware of this, but never did much to protect me from it. Things got really bad my seventh grade year at, at a new school. It was a fairly small school, with maybe about 300 kids in total. For some reason, a classmate who I didn't know began to call me Beast. And that ignited the entire school, no exaggeration, 
to do the same. I was tormented every day. And this is when my depression really began to take over. By eighth grade, I was in a new school, having some relief to be in a new environment, yet still going through depression at home. I strongly wanted to go live with my father. I didn't know much about him because he only came around every few years of my life for a few days at a time. I still wanted the opportunity to get to know him, but that dream would soon come to an end due to my father passing in my eighth grade year. I was only 14 and have now had to mourn another parent. This is the year I began to self-inflict pain. Looking back, I know I resulted to, to this behavior as a cry for help. I just wanted someone to recognize that I was in pain and I needed help. By grade nine, I started a new chapter in my life. I was 14 when I began my high school career, hence that seventh year of being a new person. Being as optimistic as possible, I looked at this as a new opportunity to have a clean start. My ninth grade year was off to a surprisingly good start. I was making friends and I was doing well in my classes until yet again, I became the object of someone's humor. Contrary to popular belief, Los Angeles is a fairly small city. It's very common to know mutual people. I soon found out I soon found that out while in religion class. A classmate who once again I didn't know personally called me beast. She somehow knew of my past experience I had in a previous school. I really thought I left those years of being bullied behind me, but it started back again and it never stopped. One thing I appreciate about my high school is that they understood the trauma I dealt with and the loss of my parents and, and the loss of my parents and required me to go to therapy. I was actually excited to be able to talk to someone about what I was going through. I attended counseling with the high school counselor by myself, and my school also required me, my aunt and uncle to attend family counseling. Family counseling did not offer the safe space I really needed to be heard because my aunt just did not have the capacity to listen with compassion or understand with intent, thus making home life even worse. My academics really began to suffer. I honestly was so depressed that I didn't care about making good grades and I was okay with just passing. Home life was stressful, but having my grandmother always there eased some of the tension. She was my saving grace. I could come to her with my problems and she would never judge. She accepted me for who I was, but at the age of 16 is when God called my 93-year-old grandmother home. And yet again, I was left to mourn another major loss. <clears throat> With her passing, the verbal abuse began became progressively worse. 
My aunt had lost her mother and she took her pain and frustration out on me every morning before dropping me off to school. With the verbal abuse at home and the bullying at school, I developed poor habits that ultimately shaped the rest of my life going forward. It wasn't until I had enough of being a victim that I decided to take control of my own life. I didn't realize that I became a product of my trauma. I had to do some major self-assessing so that I could better my life and mental health. I began my self-love journey and I also got myself into therapy, which has helped me in my healing process. I currently work for a company I won't name in this in this podcast as a special needs assistant. I love what I do because I know I'm making a true impact in my students' life, which brings me great joy and a sense of purpose. As you have read about my life story, you can see that I have healed myself from my past traumas with the help of life lessons, becoming self-aware, learning to love myself unconditionally, and most importantly, the grace of God. God has definitely afforded me a great deal of grace and the ability to look inward at myself, take accountability for my own actions, and implement change. I know that I have a calling on my life to help heal others because I have been a patient of depression, childhood trauma, anxiety, and self-inflicting pain. I have a personal gift to intuitively understand and empathize a person's trauma and give them words of advice, encouragement, and tools that have helped me along in my journey. I not not only am I interested in obtaining my bachelor's, but I plan to go all the way to receiving my psych D and marital and family therapy. I plan to open up my own private practice to help people who struggle with depression, anxiety, and trauma. I appreciate the mission statement of what this school that I'm going to <laughs> embodies because it aligns with my core values as a person who has a passion to implement change, especially within the communities who may be underprivileged. I believe that your school will give me the tools I need to succeed because of how hands-on and intimate they have structured their program to be. I am the first in my family to go after my bachelor's degree, and I hope that in my pursuit to higher education, I can inspire others in my family to do the same and for generations to come. I am very open about what I've gone through because I know my life is meant to help others. I have a, I have a platform online where I discuss the things I've been through from the embarrassing mistakes I've made to the depression I've endured in hopes to allow someone that I, someone to know that if I, Brittany, last name, can overcome it, so can they. I advocate for self-love and I push the importance of mental health in every way I can. What up guys? So you just heard my personal statement that got me into college. Um, so when I found out, uh, I was accepted, um, 
I was actually with my girlfriend, uh, chilling in bed, and um, she is a big reason why I applied to this certain college. Um, me, me and her met, and uh, yeah, we bonded off of having a lot of things in common. Um, she is a marriage and family therapist, and that's exactly what I've always desired to be, a marriage and family therapist. And um, I remember talking to her uh, via Instagram, and she was telling me about this school, the school that I applied to. And so after talking to her, and she, she was very gentle about, like, or welcoming, rather, about, like, answering my questions and um, having to explain herself if things wasn't clear to me. Like, she just gave me um, compassion when it came to that, and she um, gave me a lot of information. And so, she's a big part of the reason why I applied to this school. Um, because honestly, I've been wanting to go back to school for a while now. But, like I told, I don't know if I said it before in the other um, segments. Yeah, I think I did. Um, I was debating what if I should move out of the state or if I should just go to school or if I should just be a certified life coach and offer counseling services in that way. So it was after the conversation I held with her to where I just mustered up the courage to just apply, apply to this school knowing damn well I got a low SGPA. And I know damn well it's been so many years since I've been out of high school. Um, she just gave me the encouragement, and so I did it, and I got in. And when I found I got I got accepted, we were chilling together, and I was we shared a very beautiful moment. Like I cried like a baby when I got accepted because it was such a profound, life changing moment for myself. Um, that I'll never, ever, ever forget. And I just want to shout her out right now and tell her thank you so much for really being there for me and encouraging me and um, being positive. I appreciate you. And so um, when I found out I got accepted after reading my letter, um, it was a unanimous decision by the board the board okay you guys the board I didn't have to um I didn't even have to interview usually you have to interview to you know get into these schools these colleges it's, it's a four-year college um it's not just a four-year college because they offer um masters they offer your PhD or psych D as well so to get into this like school that is super competitive and um prestigious like I felt mm, I felt very like very proud of myself so and then for them to tell me like it was a unanimous decision and they appreciate my paper like it just made it all worth it so from the talk I had to God to the conversation I had with my girlfriend to um even my best friend Yadi sent me the school that I applied to, but she sent it in a format of, 
I just glanced at it and I realized I didn't I didn't meet the requirements because what she sent me was for like a psych D. And I was like, girl, I ain't got my damn master's, let alone a bachelor's. So I just kind of ignored it. And then later on, we had a conversation after I applied. And um, she was like, oh my God, girl, that's the school I sent you. So it's just, I, I've been getting confirmation after confirmation ever since I had that conversation with God. Um, it's just, it's crazy, you know? <laughs> To one day go from crying in the bathtub, like water running, like a bitch hair getting wet. Y'all know I'm black, okay? I was wetting up my hair, crying in the bathroom, like I was in a fucking R&B music video, yelling, screaming at God. To um, four years later, thanking God for everything that I went through from... um, Losing my parents to the bullying to my, you know, my, my life at home and, and even the heartbreaks that I went through. I didn't go into that in detail, of course, but I've, I've been through a lot of heartbreaks, romantic relationships that failed and, um, didn't work out and left me just, oof, broken, but, um, here I am and, I can say I've really healed myself. I can say I've overcome depression and anxiety and trauma. And um, therapy really helped me. I'm such an advocate for therapy because, hello, I'm going to be a therapist one day. Um, Right now, I consider myself a therapist. I'm just not, you know, licensed. (laughs) But I have it in me. It's, It's in my blood. And so, um... I'm, I'm very much self-taught, but, um, yeah, I'm just super proud of me. I'm super proud of the woman I've become because I've come so far and I never thought I'd see myself like as I am right now. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm just, man, I'm just grateful to God. Um, I'm, I'm happy I was able to find God again too this year, um, definitely always been there with me through every step of the way but um I'm grateful that I've welcomed God back in my life uh because if it wasn't for him if it wasn't for her whoever you know you think God is or call God to be um if it wasn't for God I uh I wouldn't be where I am today and I'm grateful for that and I also want to say tell you guys um it took me to be honest with myself. That letter that I wrote, I had to be honest about my truth. That was not that was not easy. And so I just want to say, being honest with yourself and living in your truth isn't always comfortable. But ultimately, it takes us where we need to go. I need you guys to know that. I need you guys to believe that. Because honestly, if it wasn't for me accepting my truth and being real with myself so that I can live in my truth, I wouldn't have been able to elevate to where I am now. And, um, yeah, it's only up from here. Of course, life is going to have its challenges, but, um... As long as I keep the same mind frame and continue to 
pray and do good to myself, practice self-compassion, practice self-love, self-care, and um, yeah, I'll be all right. So um, there most likely will be a part two with this um, because uh, there's so much more to this episode, but I'm not trying to make it so damn long. So part two will be coming soon. And um, thank you so much for listening. Once again, I just want to say justice. I I pray that justice... um, justice for um george floyd and ahmaud aubrey and brianna taylor justice for these black lives because they do matter and i want to say this is not a black versus white thing this is just this is everyone versus racism thing if you're a human being that video should have disturbed your spirit it disturbed mine and um let's continue to fight fight without violence though and um let our voices be heard continuously so um yeah thank you guys so much for listening i love you guys so much and i appreciate you guys be sure to connect with me on Instagram, Love underscore no limits. And um, yeah, I feel like that's all I want to say. I'm not sure. There's, there's so much more I want to say, but um, I'm not going to talk you guys' ears off because shit, that damn, <laughs> that damn reading of my uh, paper was long enough. So let's uh, keep it this short and uh, part two will be coming soon. Alright guys, love you. And remember, keep love with you always. Later.